0: Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, ready for Him to come and take us back to that place He's been preparing for us. I have such a special program for you today. As the signs of the times are leaping off the pages of the Bible, it's so important to remember that we are in a spiritual war with real spiritual enemies and we're going to be reminded and learn and be reminded to stand and how to do so in the midst of the intensifying spiritual warfare that is against us. Oh, our Savior will get all the glory as we walk in His victory through these times. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. In the past, I've taught on spiritual warfare on the program. However, I don't think it's a stretch to say we are in a new season, a new level of spiritual warfare. And there's an old saying with new levels come new devils. Satan and his dark forces work their evil schemes through forward bases of operation. The Bible calls these offensive military bases the world and the flesh. Listen to... The New Testament scripture from 1 John. We know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Galatians chapter 5. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. Like militaries with objectives to set up forward or offensive bases of operation, Satan's forces work through this crooked world, this antichrist world system. And due to the slavery to sin that began in the Garden of Eden, Satan works through the flesh of every human being, unsaved and saved, even disciples of Messiah Jesus. The difference is that those born again in Messiah Jesus have a choice to walk in the Holy Spirit and not the flesh, and to learn and obey God's Holy Word. These, concept, these concepts I've just mentioned, they prepare us to look at the classic spiritual warfare passage of Ephesians chapter 6. And there's going to be some mature disciples of Messiah Jesus who may say, well, I've heard all this before. Listen, do you know how many times the word remember is in the scriptures many times the bible repeats certain important things and certainly we need to remember these things let's look at, at uh, ephesians 6 beginning in verse 10. finally my brethren be strong in the lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil a real common problem That like the world, disciples of Messiah Jesus try to fight spiritual battles with physical, worldly, carnal methods. Here's a principle. If you react in spiritual warfare like the world system set against the Lord, walking in your flesh, your way, not the Holy Spirit, and by the way, I'm preaching to me as much as I'm preaching to you, then we shouldn't expect heaven's results, right? Our primary enemies are not people, places, and things. Our primary enemies are unseen, dark, satanic, powerful forces. And and even when people, places, and things are standing right in front of us, presenting threats and danger, they're motivated and powerfully energized by the devil's evil forces. So we need to be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. We need to put on the armor of our Heavenly Father to stand against Satan's schemes that are against us. Let's continue in Ephesians 6. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, we stand. Yes, and, and when he says take up the whole armor, we put on some of the armor and we pick up some of the armor. Some of it we wear, some of it we wield. And we are in an ongoing wrestling match against an organized governmental and militarized spiritual enemy with assorted positions and ranks. We see that in these passages we just looked at. And, and we need to always remember this. Do we too often forget my ways and my weapons are no match for my primary enemies? These demonic forces against me, they came, they come, and they will come to steal, kill, and destroy. Again, here's the good news. Our enemies are no match for King Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. And hallelujah. We're told three times here to stand in the armor of the Lord. And we're told told to stand in the evil day. Folks, every day is the evil day in this crooked and increasingly evil generation that is rapidly getting more evil by the moment. Like King Jehoshaphat, when he was threatened by an overwhelming military horde he was told to stand and see the salvation of God because the battle was not his but the Lord's and you find that there's a nice scriptural reference in 2nd chronicles chapter 20 this armor of the Lord is is pictured in Ephesians after the Roman soldier who at that time had the state of the art armor in the whole world, the greatest fighting force, the greatest military was the Roman Empire. And he continues in Ephesians, Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. were to put on the waist belt of truth. This belt would protect vital organs and also fasten and hold much of the armor together, maintaining It's integrity. It also had on it weapons at the ready to deploy. We are protected and we're held together by our truth waist belt as our lives depend on the integrity of our witness. What does this mean? Well, we say we believe in Messiah Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. But what does our life say? What does our life say? Do we live and walk by the truth? We say we believe. The breastplate protected the heart. And the breastplate of righteousness protects the heart of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. What is righteousness? It's God's heaven's standard of goodness. The greatest example of which is our great God and Savior, Messiah Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And the Lord tells us, that the most important commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Where's your heart today? Do you love Messiah Jesus? Are you seeking Him with your whole heart? If the demon spirits can find a loose waist belt or a flimsy breastplate, we're in trouble. Yes? Verse 15, "...and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace." The Roman soldiers' footwear was made to help them stand and to fight in difficult terrain. Not sure if you've noticed, I think you probably have. The terrain we're standing in and fighting, it's pretty difficult, folks, right? And so we're to stand in the gospel shoes, the gospel of Messiah Jesus. Let's take a look at it in 1 Corinthians 15. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you were saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. With all my heart, I know that Jesus the Lord died on the cross for my sins. He was buried, and on the third day He rose again, and I stand in my gospel shoes. In that reality and we are also to go out in our gospel shoes with the gospel of Messiah Jesus that's why he told us this risen Savior commanded his disciples in Matthew 28 go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit teaching them all things that I've commanded you and lo I'm with you always even to the end of the age and folks we're at the end of the age our King and Savior is coming for us any moment Watch therefore and be ready, right? He also said in Romans 1:16, Well, the Apostle Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God, to salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek or the, the Gentiles. So how can we stand in this evil time if we don't have on our gospel shoes? Folks, I have no other hope. If this Savior Jesus did not die on the cross for my sins and rise again, I'm the biggest fool in the world. Yet I know in whom I have believed, hallelujah, so much so that I'm watching and I'm preparing for our great God and Savior, Messiah Yeshua, to call me up to the clouds to take me back to that place He's been preparing for me, us, we who are disciples in Messiah Jesus. He's coming back for us any moment. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the Gospel as many see the desperate need for a Savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTernan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus, who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our to the nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well. Getting out the gospel, preaching the watch therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletter by post or by email. We have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you. To watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First let me say this if you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to Watch Therefore and be ready. In an increasingly evil world that's shaking its fist in the face of the Lord, and experiencing the curses and judgment for thinking and speaking and living in such a wicked way, we can still experience the blessings the Lord has for His people who faithfully walk out their identity as sons and daughters of our spiritual earthly father, Abraham. And that's why I wrote my book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. Never forget, The Lord cannot and will not curse what He's promised to bless. This is not a prosperity doctrine book yet the Lord truly loves and wants to bless His people and He can do so even in this dark environment. So I encourage everyone watching to get the book, Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. With a gift of any amount you can get a copy of the book Activate the Blessings of the Abraham Covenant. Just remember in the memo, section, or note section in your check or online giving, write A-T-B book. And remember to watch Therefore and be ready. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. We're being reminded and we're learning how to stand in this increasingly treacherous war With the devil and his dark forces. Having looked at the Holy Spirit's instruction to stand against these multi layered governmental and militarized forces against us, we're commanded to stand, having put on the full armor of God. I introduced the truth waist belt and the breastplate of righteousness and the gospel shoes. Now let's continue in Ephesians 6. Above all, Taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Above all, taking up the shield of faith. Remember, we're saved by grace through faith in Messiah Jesus. The life saving and giving power of the Lord's grace flows through our faith. Satan knows this, and he's commissioned dark forces to shoot fiery darts to weaken our faith. In Messiah Jesus. Back in ancient Bible times, when arrows having been dipped in pitch to set them on fire were shot at Roman soldiers, they held up their fire retardant shields that would block the arrow and put out the fire. These darts come from the devil, burning with temptation, condemnation, doubts, and fear. As we hold up our shield of faith, they're blocked and put out by the grace of our Savior Jesus. Excuse me. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6 continues, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Of course, the helmet protected the soldier's head. And folks, truly, the battle for our minds, and what I'm about to say here, I'm not exaggerating, this battle is nothing like the world has ever seen. So much so that very soon most people all over the world will worship Satan through the Antichrist in the on-our-doorstep seven-year tribulation, which leads us to the most offensive weapon, the sword of the Spirit. Of course, the greatest example of this is that of our Savior Jesus being tempted by the devil in the wilderness, Luke 4. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing, and afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If you're the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, saying, It is. Is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you in their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and Him only you shall serve. Then He brought Him to Jerusalem, set Him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to Him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He shall give His angels charge over you to keep you in their hands. They shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from Him until an opportune time folks one of the best responses to every situation especially those of temptation condemnation fear doubt and any other kind of trial or difficulty is this you ready god's word says this god's word says that amen and finally look at this and i have a testimony to share with you about this passage praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, what, watching to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in change, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Or to constantly be praying with specific requests. Some say this, this passage here only pertains to praying in tongues as it talks about supplication in the spirit. But if we're praying in our known languages, shouldn't we be doing so in the Holy Spirit, not in the flesh? Something to think about. We're to watchfully be praying with great perseverance. It's so easy to live a prayerless life and rely on our own natural resources and ways, but ultimately in the long run, it's not as easy at all. Does the Lord have to remove all our other resources that there's nothing left to do but pray? Well, I guess the only thing left to do is pray is a dangerous way to think and to live. No, we're to be praying with perseverance for all saints, those born again in Messiah Jesus, to be a gospel witness. And also pray for those those the Lord raises up to be a a special kind of gospel witness, the giftings of an evangelist and, and teacher and preacher. And so please pray for me. I want to be a powerful gospel witness. And our ministry is a powerful gospel witness here in Israel and the nations. Again, please pray for me. Also, that we would open our mouths and preach the gospel boldly as we ought to. This is no time to let this evil, God-hating world to make you shut up and not share the gospel the way they want it is they can preach every evil thing under the sun and we're supposed to shut up. No, no, no. And with that, I want to share a little bit of a testimony. Uh, I was on a plane uh, flying from Israel back to the States one time and there was a precious dear uh, Israeli lady uh, sitting next to me in the middle seat and her husband on the aisle. I was at the window. And um, the Jewish people have a thousands of year old problem uh, with um, believing in our Savior Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. But the Bible says the gospels to the Jew first and then to the nations, right? And and so uh, I had this unction to share the gospel, but there was this fear I had that her husband would get angry at me and a big balagam, which is a word that we use here in Israel for a chaotic situation would rise up out of this. And so I became very fearful and I thought, well, I kind of was looking for a place to hide from the Lord. So I I opened up my Bible to just kind of quietly start reading it. And I turned right to this passage in Ephesians 6, challenging me to preach the gospel, opening my mouth and boldly speaking it. So I said, Lord, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. And right when I said that to the Lord, I'll share the gospel with this dear lady if you, if you want me to. She looked at me. And she said, you're reading a Bible. I said, yes, I am, because I knew it was the Lord. I said, yes, I am. She said, and, and you can understand it as you read it for yourself. I said, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I said, and, and, and if you'd like, I'll, I'll share a few things with you and pray for you that you would be able to also. She said, you can pray for other people? I said, yeah, I do it all the time. She said, well, okay. And so I shared the gospel with her and I prayed for her that, that, that the Lord would make himself real to her and that she would understand the things that I'd share with her, that I shared the death, burial, and resurrection of Messiah Yeshua. And uh, I said to her, if the Lord shows you that he's your Messiah, will you believe in him? She said, well, if he shows me. I said, well, here's the scriptures I just shared with you. And I wrote them down. I said, will you go look these up in your Hebrew Bible? She said, yes, I will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know what? Her husband was fine with it. What am I telling you? The Lord was, was urging me, was prompting me to share with her. And this resistance of fear came up against me. Yeah. But the Lord let me stand in my gospel shoes that day. Oh, hallelujah. And he'll do the same for you. Does that mean there could never be a problem or a hassle or persecution uh, when we share the gospel? No, there may be trouble. I can't guarantee that there won't. And there's been trouble at times when I have, right? But that does not diminish our calling and command to share the gospel and make disciples. Amen. What about you as we close out our time today? Do you need to get right with our Lord Jesus and put on the armor of God today? Are you opening your mouth and sharing the gospel with the lost? Maybe you need to ask for the Lord's forgiveness in that regard as well. Do you need to be saved? Do you need to be saved? Well, I'm going to open my mouth boldly right now and share the gospel with you because the Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. That's right. There's a there's a Father in heaven that wants to be your Father. He sent this Savior Jesus to live a sinless life. That all of our sins, every time we've lied, cursed God's name, stolen and much worse and much more, was put upon His Son, nailed to the cross. His innocent blood spilled down that cross to pay for your sins my sins. He died, He was buried and hallelujah, on the third day He rose from the grave. That's the good news, that's the gospel. And the way we respond to the gospel to be forgiven for our sins, is we begin to turn away from our sins in our heart And we put our faith in Jesus the Lord and Him alone and what He's done for us, faith in this Gospel of Messiah Jesus, Jesus Christ. And if you call upon His name now, He'll forgive you now. He'll save you now. And I'm just boldly with the love of God sharing with you, this is how you can be forgiven for your sins. And there's no better time than right now, especially in this generation, that's going to get worse very quickly. Conditions are going to worsen around us. Now's the time call upon the name of the Lord. And if you're doing that, oh Jesus Lord, save me and forgive me. If you're doing that, committing to follow Him with your life, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us, we'll send you some information that will help you understand even better what it means to follow Him. It's called, How to Begin My New Life in Christ. Yes, oh Father in heaven, please bless every viewer today, especially with the things they've heard in this special holy time together. Thank you, Father, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, amen and amen. Remember more than ever,